Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. It's a Zach Sang Show. We got Heather. We got Hi. Dan. Hello. And we have the brand new Miss America. Miss Caramond. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Caramond of Bismarck. North Dakota. Yes. Do you want that to be like announced every time you enter into a room? Like, you know, in England and stuff, when royalty enters, they say their name and where they're from. Yes. I mean, I take great pride in being from North Dakota, and I was the first Miss North Dakota to ever become Miss America. Oh, nice. Yes. Well, you competed four times, right? And you didn't actually get the title of Miss North Dakota until the last time. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you won time number four? Yeah, I think I was just the most prepared time number four. Um, each time I did it, I learned a little bit more. And I, you know, what I, how I wanted to present myself, um, you know, just kind of even just my branding and the girl that I wanted to make sure was in the interview was the same girl that was on stage that was the same girl that would have the title. And I think it just took me a little longer to find that. But I, when I got to Miss America, I was 120% ready for the job. But what is that process? Are, are you like taking your own accolades into consideration as you're determining who is pageant queen Karamund? <laughs> yes. I mean, my very first year, I was still, you know, the girl who just went into college and, you know, had never been away from home before and, you know, was still so proud to be part of North Dakota, but also needed to figure out how to incorporate other things I'd been doing. Yeah. Um, and I think it just took a while. And, you know, I was still balancing an Ivy League school with trying to prepare for Miss North Dakota, which was hard. Um, and I wasn't really sure what priorities were. I knew I wanted to be Miss North Dakota, but did I really want to take time off of school? You know, I'd be the strongest contestant having a college education. Yes. Um, which exactly is what happened. And I think it was just the perfect timing. I went into Miss North Dakota last year more confident than ever. I knew I had graduated with honors from Brown. I had, you know, done so many things I never thought I'd be able to do well your linkedin is crazy dude <laughs> like, <LinkedIn> you. <laughs> you have no idea all the things you've accomplished i mean you do oh but like from make a wish she was oh, like nice. had a publicity for a dance company you were at the dance company and i mean it's like crazy crazy stuff yeah. like you you've juggled a lot if you look back in your life and you look at your resume which was the worst thing to do like, what, what was the most boring job that you've had? <laughs> oh, I, I don't think I've ever had a boring job. Um, let's see. I mean, not all of them could be great. You know, you were yes. a teacher's assistant. You, you were the president of, uh, you, you were president of your sorority, right? Yes, yes. I was a research assistant, and I loved doing the interviews, but I hated transcribing the interviews because that took so long. It'd be hour yeah, after hour. Tedious, yeah. Yes. Um, and then all I wanted to do was more interviews, but then I knew it would be more transcribing, and I didn't want to do that. So <laughs> I would say that part, probably. <laughs> do, do you feel like everything you've accomplished makes you a little bit less, uh, like... Uh, it's hard to kind of like understand you, right? Like you're you're totally with in the nicest way. You're not normal. It's hard to relate <laughs> to somebody who could literally do so many different things. I mean, just in high school, you were a member of like eight or nine different clubs. Like, and you weren't probably just a member. You were part of the board. Yes, yes. But, you know, I think for each job I did and each opportunity I've been given, I worked so hard for it. And I always say for that one resume or that one LinkedIn profile, there's probably like three other profiles of things I never got or things that I had tried for and just didn't work out. Um, and so I think that was one thing, you know, even going into Miss America, it was so important for me just to try again and try again because you're never going to reach that success if you just give up on that first time. Yeah, you're 100% right. Persistence and consist, uh, consistent. Jeez. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, okay. Your lineage is pretty interesting, too. So you were related to the first woman who ran for president. 
Yes, right? that's cool. Yes, Victoria Claflin Woodhall. What, what, what is she to you? Uh, an inspiration. And I think, you know, I have really strong women in my family, and I think it stems all the way back from that. Um, you know, I, my mom was probably my number one role model growing up, and her mom. And, you know, we were just told that, you know, you're strong and you're independent. You can do whatever you want, and whatever you want to be, you can accomplish. And, yeah, so I, I think it's just part of the family. What, what is your real goal here? Getting into wanting to be Miss North Dakota, right? And becoming yeah. Miss America is amazing. But you had a goal just becoming Miss North Dakota, right? Yes, that was, I never expected that Mr. Arts Code would ever seriously be considered for Miss America. Um, but I knew I could accomplish it. And so that's kind of what I went into. And now I just know the sky's the limit at this point. But what was like the bigger reason behind Miss North Dakota? Is it because you want to be the first female governor the state's ever had? Yes. Well, I would love to do that. I would love to be the first female governor of North Dakota. Um, but I think just, you know, representing the group of individuals that made me who I am, uh, inspiring our youth specifically, you know, the young girls that were just like me. And I think it also stems right into politics. I think more women in politics would be great. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I want to be that inspiration. You interned for Senator John Hoeven. Yeah. He honored you on the Senate floor. I think it was today or like maybe last week. It was pretty cool. Yes, it was. It was. And he wanted to call and congratulate me individually. And I'll be going to to, um, DC soon and so oh, I'm hoping cool. to meet with him there and our representative of North Dakota also mentioned on the floor so it was recognized in both the House and the Senate which is really unique and such a great opportunity. What was it like interning for his office? Oh, I loved it. Um, you know, it was a fast-paced job. You knew that everything you were doing was benefiting the people that elected you. Uh, you know, and we got to talk with North Dakotans every day, which was, you know, pretty unique because they'd call and they'd say, you know, are you really from North Dakota? <laughs> and I was like, yes, ask me any North Dakota trivia. <laughs> like, I got it. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, that was, that was great as well. It's just knowing how much passion our state had and, you know, actually holding our representatives accountable. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you want to fight for as Miss America is women's reproductive rights, correct? Um, I've heard that, but you've never really explained it much. No, no. And I think that was just more, I think, like women in politics. I think, you know, just getting equal representation. Um, but I think my personal platforms make a wish foundation. So if I can really work that in this whole year, uh, you know, I've been involved with them since 2007. And then our national platform for Miss America's Children's Miracle Network. So I'll actually be visiting a hospital in Orange County on Wednesday. Cool. Um, so those are the two things. You know, it's a service-based organization. And so to be able to give back, you know, you only get the job for a year, but the impact that you can make in these children's lives can last a lifetime. So beyond uh, Make-A-Wish and Children's Miracle Network, what other change do you want to bring about? Is there anything on your agenda? Because you do have a large platform, and if you want to run for governor one day, <laughs> this is a pretty great way to start things. Yeah, so I think, you know, women in politics is, you know, a great thing just to encourage young girls. Uh, you know, one thing is I keep saying it doesn't matter where you come from and the number of people that tell you you can't accomplish something because of A, B, C, or D. But in the end, the only one who can really limit you is yourself. Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, I've just learned this entire way through, and I think I just proved it even more becoming Miss America. And so I want those young girls to look up to Miss America just like I did when I was six years old and say, because she did it, I can too. Cool. What what is your Friday night like back in high school and college? Like what what do you do to just like wind down? Oh, oh I re- I studied a lot. <laughs> um, no, really. Brown is so expensive, so I was like, yeah. I have to do well. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so and now I mean, my Friday nights are traveling, and you know I change locations frequently. But just knowing that the impact I make is going all across the nation. It's not just North Dakota at this point. Um, but you know, I like some Netflix. I mm-hmm. like you know I've been doing a lot of FaceTiming with friends. That's cool. That's one thing. Well, that was one of my questions. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I wanted to know if you had friends. What? Because- <laughs> 
hear me out. Not that like you don't have friends and people wouldn't want to be friends with you, but you do. You've done a lot of stuff for a, lo- a long time. It's hard to manage in and organize friend time. Yes, I think with all the clubs though that I was part of, you know, I was president of the sorority, and so I had 115 girls that I was with, you know, at least once a week for our meetings. But all of the other events we did, uh, my dance groups, we had 15 students in it and you know we met eight hours a week and I had two of them so I spent a lot of time with them and you know what's great is going from Brown we all came from different areas and we all ended up separating so I have you know quite a few friends here in LA a few in New York DC so wherever I go I'm going to be able to reconnect with people and I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I didn't have a job that traveled all around the nation and what do they think of the crown that you wear upon your head I think they're so shocked that I won too <laughs> <laughs> um, I think everyone you know I I remember going into college and uh you know, I said I was, you know, looking at Miss America and I'd go compete at Miss North Dakota and I wasn't winning. And they were like, oh, this poor girl. Like, oh, you're doing you know? great, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I won Miss North Dakota, they were all so supportive. And quite a few of them came to Miss America and they weren't sure exactly what it would entail. And then they started getting kind of competitive and they would be like, your gown was really good, but I think you need to look at the audience more or you need to do this. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> They're coaching you. Know? you. Yes. They're yes. your stage parents. Yes. And so I think they got so invested too um which was great because i think the win was just more of a celebration with all of us what is the actual pageant like on pageant day like do you guys hang out do you guys talk are you separated all the contestants yeah, well, I think one thing people don't realize is we spend two weeks together prior to that, te- you know, televised version of it. And we have prelim competitions, but you go to dinners together and you do different activities. And so you get to be pretty close with one another. And, you know, at the end of the day, I kept, I think it was the third day, actually. Um, I was looking around and I was like, oh, she could be Miss America and she could be Miss America <laughs> and she could be Miss America. And they're the top representatives of their state. And so anyone really could have been Miss America. And it came down to a judge's preference, you know, what they're looking for. Um, and so I think that kind of, you know, got rid of the competition aspect and you could just really enjoy it why do you think you won that's a great question um I think I was so different you know there was there was something about me that you know they saw the scholar which is a huge point of the Miss America crown um they saw the servant to the community and they saw someone who really wanted to go out and make a change and you know each one of the contestants have something so special about them and that was one thing as I said you know whoever it is that gets to represent them and we talked about this as a whole too like to take a little piece of that and make sure that not only are you representing the organization but you're representing the other 50 girls that competed with you yeah do you ever feel like though that people are being fake in the competition because everyone's so smiley and happy and cheerful. I'm like, there's no way that everyone is that happy. Uh, no, I don't think anyone's like, fake fighting. I mean, we had long days of rehearsal and we'd be like, you know, p- dog piling on. We had these blankets that had Miss America on it. We weren't wearing makeup, you know. And so at the end of the day, you know, I always say too, the crown only lasts a year. And the experience at Miss America only lasted two weeks. But now I'm going to be connected to these girls for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the connections you have as we're entering their professional careers and whatnot, you know, it's it's not worth it to be fake or, you know, to even not make those connections. I have a week of vacation. Why should I go to North Dakota? <laughs> well, have you been to North Dakota before? No, I haven't, but we okay, do well, serve right there. communities there. But, but okay, so <laughs> convince me because I got a week. I can go to Hawaii. I can go to, you know, anywhere. Yeah, so I'd recommend going in the summer. 
Uh, and we have, so we have Rugby North Dakota, which is the exact center of North America. So, I mean, you can't go anywhere else to stand in the center of North America. Uh, we have the Northern Lights, which are absolutely stunning at night. Uh, if you want to just go see the stars, you can easily do that. Uh, one thing we're known for is we have a lot of, like, large plastic animals. We have, like, the <laughs> world's largest plastic cow and the world's largest <laughs> plastic buffalo. Um, I am sold. Um, let's book for it right now. now. Yes. <laughs> that seems fun. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, I think, you know, the, the thing I enjoy most about North Dakota is the people. And, you know, I lived in Providence, Rhode Island. I lived in D.C. I worked in New York City. Um, but I never met the type of people that were so genuine like those in North Dakota. And that was one thing when I walked into the interview, I, you know, I tried to convey that. And I just let them know, you know, we're often overlooked. But I think that's why people from North Dakota are so determined, are so goal setting, um, but yet so humble in the end. But over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of attention on North Dakota. The, yes. The Keystone Pipeline right now runs through the state, right? You worked for Senator John Hoeven, who believes that a lot of the effects of the Keystone Pipeline are actually exaggerated. And ironically, he said that, and then following that, there was actually a leakage. There's been two. One a couple years ago, and one back in 2016. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, everybody in the state has an opinion on it. Yeah, everyone has an opinion. And for us, I mean, oil is a huge economic aspect. Um, but while working in his office, I did learn that transporting oil versus pipeline versus rail, um, there's less spills by pipeline. And yeah. I mean, you're, it's going to be difficult, you know, to get rid of the spills in general. And I think, you know, we do need to look at alternative forms of energy. But until that happens, we're going to have to have some way. And so to make it as safe as possible, um, you know, I mean, there's controversy on both sides. And like, I'm very fortunate that I'm not in that position yet, that I have to make the decision. But you said yet. Yet, yet. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I can abstain from, you know, even having to get close to making a decision at this point. Okay. Cool. That was a good well, answer. Are, like, well, that's, that, I was going to ask is, are you nervous during the question answer portion of the competition? Like, were you nervous about what they were going to ask you? Not really, because, I mean, you have a 10-minute interview prior to this that's, that no one sees. Um, and so you know that they could ask anything. They could ask from your platform. They could ask, you know, job experience. They could ask, you know, those difficult questions. And I got some of them in my personal interview. And so when I got on stage, I mean, it's only one question. It's not 10 minutes of questions. Yeah. So the fact that you only have to answer one, and in the end, it's just a question. You know, it's, it's just... Yeah, but you got you the good me. one. Oh. <laughs> you got one of the good ones. You know, the Paris Accord. Yes. Y- you made a very clear... And very honest statement, you know, saying that we should be at the table. That's mm-hmm. the words you used. You mm-hmm. believe that now. I mean, if you had a chance right now to talk to our president, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I would say exactly what I said on stage. You know, I just think it's really important to be there and to be able to discuss. And as soon as we move our, remove ourselves from the dialogue, we don't have a say anymore. Um, so, I, I mean, I stay true to my opinion, and I know that the opinion I expressed on national television is not the opinion of everyone, mm-hmm. and that's just the nature of politics, um, and I, I think partly why I'm drawn to it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Chris Harrison started off the question saying, you need to take a stand, and the fact that every one of those contestants took a stand, mm-hmm. wasn't afraid to voice her opinion, but also was well-informed just proves the type of contestants that the Miss America organization attracts. And, 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 you know, my hope is that the thoughts that you guys, you know, showcase during the question and answers are representative of our generation because, I mean, we're both, you're 23, I'm mm-hmm. 24. So, I mean, that, that's a big deal to me, understanding that, like, the people who I've, I could have gone to high school with all over the country were kind of on the same page when it comes to things like the Paris Accord and, you know, health care. Mm-hmm. Do you have an opinion on that? Do you believe that health care is a universal right? 
I do. I think, you know, we need to do more at the state level. Yeah. Just, you know, after working in the Senate, there were so many issues that we need to fix in North Dakota that won't get fixed on the national level. Um, and so I think we need to look more at the state aspect first before taking it nationally. And, you know, I think we're very fortunate that it is such a debate and that we are trying to provide it. We just aren't sure the means to do it. You you brought up something really cool, you know, state level, local level, right? Federal mm-hmm. level. What did you learn from working with the senator? Like, what was the, your biggest takeaway on our system from really being on the inside? Yeah, I think, and I mean, it's it's different for every senator. But like, the one thing I really admired about our senator was that he listened to all of the opinions. I mean, everything that a North Dakotan brought in, any concerns, we tracked it. And I mean, just to know that your opinion actually does matter. And I don't know if that's the case in larger states, but in the state of North Dakota, it it does. Yes. And I think that's one thing is people often think, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to voice this because no one's going to listen to me anyway. Um, But until you're willing to voice that opinion, it's never going to be heard. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Do you think that you'd make a better president than Donald Trump? (laughs) Well, I can't be president because I'm not of age yet. (laughs) Um, When it's time. So... (laughs) I mean, hopefully by that point, we'll, you know, have a woman in office. I think that would be great. Or, you know, I don't know. By the time I can run, he will no longer be in office, even if he gets elected eight years. You know, yeah. I'm, it'll be a while till I can run for president. But I don't know if I would want that responsibility. Really? You know? Um, yeah, I think it's a very stressful job. Mm-hmm. And I think the impact you can make as governor would be more, you know, meaningful to me than president. I don't, I mean, a president's great too, but <laughs> I think I would be such a stressful job. I can't imagine, you know, and I think that's too, is even as governor, as president, even if you're mayor, no one's going to agree with your decision. Not everyone's going to be hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. I also think that's the difference between somebody who is power hungry and somebody who really just wants to be a catalyst for change. Right. Yes. Yeah. You now you understand what you can really accomplish on a state level. You, you You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, it's it's a direct response almost. Like you guys can put things into action. You see the fruits of your labor pretty instantly. Yes, yes. And I mean, what's done at the state level can then be applied at the national level. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I just, I think it would be such a stressful job. I can't imagine <laughs> sure. being president of the United States. Yeah, yeah, but in like 10, 15 <laughs> years from now, let's say there still hasn't been a female president and you have the opportunity. Would you really like... And you've been gov- governor for two terms by now. And people love you. <laughs> and you know, you have a chance of winning. <laughs> I mean, if I think I could really benefit the nation, yes, but I don't think I'd want to do it just to get the title of being the first female one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would need to have exactly what I would want to change, and yeah. One of the things that you should fight for, the male equivalent to Miss America. What is it? Do we have one? Do we have a male equivalent to Miss America? Oh. That just, like, really, like... We blew our all, all our minds. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it doesn't I mean, exist. I <laughs> guess the not. MVP of the NBA? Yeah, right? I, I get Mr. America, I guess. <laughs> Tom Brady, is he our Mr. America? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I think, like, you know, what's really important is that Miss America is a large scholarship provider for women. And just based on the facts before, you know, there weren't as many scholarship opportunities for women. Of course. And so, you know, just having that in itself, maybe there's not something equal to that, but there were already scholarship options for males. We have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> we have a lot of things that benefit us. I won't, I won't take up this cause. I totally get it. It's a wasted cause. Do you want a gun? In North Dakota? I don't own a gun, personally, no. I was just wondering. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Uh, we are a large hunting state. <laughs> you but never know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. he'd be so cute with a gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. With, like, a giant gun. With, like, little diamonds on it. Oh, that's yeah, a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know it's early and you have only had this title for a few days, but, like, is it what you expected? Um, It's what I expected and so much more. 
you know, the number of people that have reached out and have said, you know, I've been so inspired. And the number of girls from North Dakota who've competed in Miss America or, you know, wanted to pursue higher education at an Ivy League level that have said, you know, I had no idea that there was someone from Bismarck that went to Brown or, oh, I had no idea that we had never had one and you finally did it. Um, you know, I think that's that's been the best part and something I never expected. Um, and the support, too, from the state. Like, they had a parade with banners with my name on it. <laughs> and I'm not fun. even in the state. Um, <laughs> And I was like on front page of every newspaper and you just know the type of impact you're making. And, you know, the young girl that looks at it and says, I can do it too. A North Dakota treasure in our studio right now. No. True. So who is more popular? I know you've talked about it. Is it you or Carson Wentz? Oh, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, Carson and I actually went to high school together. Awesome. Um, yes. I mean, there's something in the water. There has to be. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, the, the teachers really instilled the hard work, determination, and staying humble. Um, I don't know who's more popular. I, I don't know. Maybe Carson for the boys and Miss America for the girls. Carson, Carson Wentz was... is the Eagles quarterback, if oh, you guys okay, didn't okay, know. I, didn't know. Yes. I, I Did had no know. idea. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's a hometown hero as well. And that was one thing was, you know, going into Miss America, I kept thinking, well, Carson made it to the national level. Yeah. Like, what's stopping me? Really. That's beautiful. So he was an inspiration for you. Oh, you absolutely. Carry down that inspiration for others. Absolutely. When are you scheduled to go back to North Dakota? Um, I'll be back for my homecoming. We're still figuring out the dates for that. Um, but it'll probably be end of October, beginning of November. And I'm so excited to see the people from home and, you know, let them know about my experience. Does anything scare you about the year ahead? No, not really. I think I'm just ready for it, and I'm so appreciative of it because I did work so hard to get it. Um, and I know, like, any one of those 51 could have been in my place. Any of the girls that didn't win their state pageant that had worked so hard could easily be in this place. And just to take it and, you know, each day at a time and make sure that I never look back and say, oh, I wish I would have did a little more that day. Wow. Well, apart from Miss America things, is there anything like Hollywood you want to do since you kind of have connections now, like events or anybody you want to meet? Oh, well, I mean, Josh Jamal's a famous North Dakotan. And he's single now. <laughs> no, he yeah. is single. Yeah. But he's a famous North Dakotan, and I've seen him at different things, but I never got to actually meet him. Um, Let's and put he, that out into the universe. Yeah, well, he actually Instagrammed a video with myself and Molly Sims. Um, and so, I mean, I know who he, you know, he knows who I am, and I know who he is, so I'd love to actually meet him. Uh, he grew up in Minot, North Dakota. And so he was, you know, he's the face of North Dakota, of North Dakota tourism, so I'd like to meet him. And uh, yes, but I mean, there's so many. I'm excited for the award shows. Um, you know, like I said, my platform's Make-A-Wish and Children's Miracle Network, and it's very common that Make-A-Wish children want to go to these award shows. And so, you know, to help experience that with them. Yeah, That's you know. so special. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we got to put Josh Jamal out into the universe. That should be oh. something. He's available. <laughs> Do you have a boyfriend? No, I don't. Did you, have you, like, did you have one during college, or were you just, like, work? I just worked a lot. I really wasn't that much fun. <laughs> well, I can't find you. You were in a sorority. You had to have some fun. Yeah, I was the president. I had to, you know, be so responsible. Mm. And I look back, but it was it was the toughest four years of my life, but the best four years of my life. Um, and I walked out a completely different person. And I know that's going to be the same case with Miss America. You know, and that's one thing I'm so excited to look at, the car that was crowned versus the car that gives up the crown. And then after this, you go to law school. Yes. Yeah. With the scholarship money, Aaron. So as Miss America, I won 50000 And prior to that, I had 45000 wow. So hopefully I'll be able to leave law school debt free. Ninety five grand. What's good? Yes. Yes. Cool. And then hopefully, you know, you become governor. That'd be really cool. That'd be great. That one, yes. We've learned a lot about you, though. So I thank you so much for sharing. I mean, we, we, seriously, you, you covered a lot of things. You don't own a gun. Um, you do <laughs> believe one. that uh, health care should be a right for all, but taken care of on the state level. That was very interesting. We talked about you and Senator John Hoeven. Did I say his last name correctly? Uh, Hoven. 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 Yes. Hoven. Um, what motivates you? Mm. 
So what's really interesting, and I don't know if this might be kind of weird to say, but I like it when people underestimate me. I think that's my favorite thing. You know, I my guidance counselor in high school, I walked in 10th grade year and I said I wanted to go to an Ivy League school. And he was like, oh, cute dream, you oh. know, um, wow. and I did it, yeah. you know, and that was the best part. And like going, you know, Miss North Dakota, it took four years. And each time I was like, OK, they didn't think it was me this year. They didn't think it was me this year. But I know I could be an amazing Miss North Dakota. And wow. that's what I did. And in Miss America, too. You know, who would have thought the girl from North Dakota would become Miss America? What a wet noodle that counselor is. No, no. I mean, I think back, too. If I would have walked in and a 10th grader and she's like, I want to go to an Ivy League school. I want to become Miss America. I'd be like, okay. Girl. I'm down. I'd um, say whatever you want to do, you do. Because if you if you focus on it, you work really hard and you visualize it and you dedicate all you got to it. You know what? It can happen. Yeah. Well, I think, and what's also really important is no one had done it before. Mm. And now, now that I've done it, it just proves it doesn't matter. So now we got to make sure that nobody, no female runs for governor and wins the governorship <laughs> of North Dakota before it's your time. So well, then, I mean, you could, then you could break another wall down. <laughs> yeah. But if that happens, I mean, that's even greater because it would happen sooner. Do you have a vice? A vice. Like, uh, you know, some people, you know, drink. Smoke, obsess I'm over sure television. She does all of those. Well, I'm wondering. <laughs> She's so perfect. I mean, everybody has a little sin in them. Um, let's see. Well, I like to like binge watch Friends. Mm. What a so, sin! Yeah. <laughs> no, no, wow. no. But it's like Crazy. I should get a lot done, and instead I watch like four hours of Friends. That's okay though. You learn a lot about life from that. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Do you like the Kardashians? Do you watch things like that? Um, I haven't watched the Kardashians in a while, but. You know, I, I don't know them, so I can't judge them. What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? <laughs> now we're now we're asking the real questions. Now we're asking the real ones. I mean, I don't think I could ever get plastic surgery just because I don't even have my ears pierced. Really? Yeah. I, anything with needles? Mm-mm. So, scary. <laughs> yeah, but so that was one thing. You know how many gifts I've received of earrings that and I've been you like, you can't do anything, well, but you can make them like pins. Oh. You can make, you know, you can change them into things. There you go. But That's- or give them as gifts. Yeah. Mm. Did you wear? You want to regift them? You're gonna regift <laughs> gifts you got? I can't, I see you, Carmen. Oh, maybe that's my sin. I regift <laughs> earrings. Well, she can't use them. You might as well give them to someone who's going to be able to. Yeah, exactly. I have my ears pierced, so if you have any earrings you want to give me, did okay. you wear clip-on <laughs> earrings at the pageant? Yes, every pair clip-on earrings. <laughs> oh, my grandma really? does yeah. that. <laughs> 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 kind of dates me. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's cute. Like it. Why no ear? Like she's needles. Like needles. No, but why wear yeah. earrings at all? Like, was that like a pageant pageant requirement, or no. you could be in the first Miss America to not put anything? on their ears yeah i i like earrings though okay. i just i just don't like needles <laughs> fair enough yeah and i have i probably have like 100 pairs of clip-on earrings so if you ever want a pair i would love i got some. you covered there you go. thank you any other questions in your brain dan no but like have you watched back the moment you won and like seen your shocked face Yes. So you think about it and you're like, okay, if I would win, I'm going to be like calm and collected and smile and wave. No. Yeah. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. Like every face I think I could have made, I made that night. Yeah. Like my face is things I didn't even know. I'm just looking at all of them right now. Oh, you look terrified. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And I don't really remember the crown going on my head. I, you know. I'm sure. And I got back to my room that night. And I hadn't seen the mirror. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this happened. This is mine. Uh, it's you your know. crown. How'd you celebrate? Yes. Oh, well, I stayed up really late. I got, you know, maybe one hour of sleep. Or no, I got one and a half hours of sleep. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I had family and friends and everyone went off after that back to the state. And so I kind of wanted to soak up that moment with them. And, you know, I think it was a victory for me just as much as them and specifically the state and the state organization. You know, I don't think they expected, expected a Miss America. Wow. Miss America. Miss Cara Mund. Hello. Thank you for stopping by. Mm-hmm. It means thank a lot. You. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.